Welcome to the Weather of the Mind podcast. I'm your host, Doug Krish. Good day to you. Today we have a special interview with Tim Holmes. Tim Holmes is a great guy I've met many years ago, and today we're going to hear about some of his journeys. Uh, He's going to kind of explore the ritual of wandering. And really talk a little bit about his version of wandering for a week or two, his version of a vision quest. And I think what I recommend is just really keeping an open mind and trying to hear some of what drives and motivates him. Tim is a very spiritually driven person. It's his number one devotion in life is the spiritual path. And he does it with an independence and a sincerity that is quite refreshing. So without further ado, let's, ta- let's listen to Tim. We're gonna, he's going to talk to us about three voyages he's been on, three journeys. And in this episode, he's going to speak about the first two. And we'll see that in these, these, these journeys, the themes of faith, finding your voice, finding trust, these are some of the themes that go on. So without further ado, Tim Holmes. sitting here with my buddy Tim who he has some other traveling names but I'm a, I know you as Tim yeah. you still go by Tim too yeah. right okay good so I'm assuming my man Tim Tim and I met just around Ithaca you know people pass through and uh there's a commons here where you can go and sit and hang out and shoot the breeze with some people you know drop some knowledge we probably cross paths there or maybe helping out at the local food pantry uh loaves and fishes maybe yeah. or just around town probably i don't know probably 2009 probably a decade ago we met and we've crossed paths over the years and uh tim just rolled back into town and hit me up on the text and uh, we like we got to get you on the podcast man this guy <laughs> is a special if i had to describe you tim you're kind of a monk kind of a spiritual explorer certainly a a conduit of the divine, as as we try to understand it, you bring a lot of care and love with you. Uh, so I'm gonna. Well, I know we want to talk about your some of your journeys. You've been yeah. on three journeys in the last few years that are worth noting. But I, I want to start letting you do the talking, man. How are you today? You feeling good? Feeling good. It's yeah. nice to be back in Ithaca for a little visit. Yeah. I really love this place. Feels like a second home. Oh yeah, we've had a lot of good, uh, a lot of good memories here. A lot yeah. of good times. Oh, tell tell them about uh, what we we were, we were talking last night. What did, last time we were together? What did we do together? Well, we go we're in scrapping, right? Yeah, scrap meddling. Yeah, it was a, a good way to make some money. It was a 
helping out at a, har- a horse farm nearby here and they needed to clear out their farm and they, they asked if I would do that for them and me and my good good man here, we uh, yeah. worked work for a couple of days and rented a big dumpster and we filled that sucker right up. And So the rules of scrapping these days are break it into what metals? Uh, like aluminum, copper, um, and then like tin metals and steel. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what's like when you find what metal you're like, oh yeah, jackpot. Copper. Copper. And yeah. that's the jackpot. And what's the next best one? Steel? Um, aluminum. Aluminum? Yeah. Really? Okay. And you still you still do some scrapping from time to time? Yep. Still a scrapper. Scrapper yeah, for like man. The old man. Uh, panhandle days. Oh man, we scrapped so hard for those two days. <laughs> oh man. I'm still, I've, I still never get used to, nah, let's make a tetanus joke. Uh, <laughs> um, so, oh yeah, and you had, you broke out a little hookah that you had. We had a little yeah. lunch break, broke little, out a little hookah. hookah it was, break. it was such a romantic, like, <laughs> your romantic vision of scrap meddling, like, that was it. Some country farm, we're like going through their, through their old shed and getting rid of their metal. It was very inspiring. Yeah. Like, I've done a lot of different things, a lot of different jobs, but, um, Scrap meddling, that's that's near the top of like really, you know, spiritually inspiring. Something about recycling, you know. But I think we had good company. We were just joking around the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Make a lot of jokes about scrapping. I don't know why, but you can. Yeah. So, um so I wanna hear I want you to I want you to share some of these stories about your three three voyages. Yeah. Yeah, so uh storytelling is a a great spiritual adventure and it goes all the way back to the the Hayokins and the native tradition of, of this land. Um, they, the Hayokins are the the sacred clowns, the sacred um, funny spiritual storytellers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to talk about uh, three different journeys that I've been on and the most recent one I was just got back from a two-week vision quest down to Florida, flew down to Sanford, Florida, and a friend of mine drove 3,000 miles from Nevada to pick me up at the airport, and we did a a circle clockwise around the state of Florida in his car. Yeah, a lot of your your trips have this theme of a a circle to them, right? Sometimes. yeah. Yeah. Do you want to start by talking about your recent voyage, and we'll work backwards? Yeah. I'm gonna shut this window because we're getting a little, little too much street noise. I'll, I'll get it. I'll grab yeah. it. Yeah. So the, the main uh, vision of this this last quest we went on was about unlocking uh, God's voice within us, because um, ever since I was a little kid, I that that was an area of that I've been like received a lot of opposition from is like from growing up with my dad trying to shut down my voice and then I joined the Marine Corps as a tank mechanic and they were shutting down my voice and Mm -hmm. and it just continued on throughout life and I realized that this was going on because of how important my voice is and how big of a change um, like each and every one of our voices male and female voices like each of our voices matter Mm. and when we really um, unlock the the divine voice within us it will change not only our own lives but everybody's life around us and um yeah it seems like uh 
lot of times that on these vision quests I go and I kind of like relive some of the biblical stories because mm. it's kind of like the background that I grew up yeah. in as like a Catholic and then a born again Christian and then kind of left uh, religion behind to pursue more of like a mystical mm-hmm. spiritual experience. And mystical meaning just direct, direct, yeah, right? Not an institutional a, connection to spirit or God, but just try to really build a direct relationship, right? Yeah, just yeah. like a personal relationship with great spirit or whatever people want to call it. Yeah. But, and it seems like you have like a very strong relationship, like yeah. the strongest relationship of your life and the foundation. Yeah. is your your spiritual yeah you seem really plugged in and that's something you nurture yeah every day right yeah it, that's the most important thing for me is my spiritual life and being connected to the source from which all things exist mm-hmm. so yeah. um so tell us about this this first vision the first voyage uh the one you just went on yeah so the the vision quest is that you kind of get like little messages from great spirit along the way like uh, we were driving uh, to a rainbow gathering in the Ocala National Forest. And uh, rainbow gathering is, uh, if people don't know, that is, how would you describe rainbow gathering? It was a gathering that started back in the 1960s mm-hmm. by the, the hippies. Yeah. It's like a celebration of uh, food, family, togetherness, uh, music. And the, these people, they, they build like primitive kitchens out in the, mm. in the forest and just they cook and prepare free food for everybody like all day long, all night long. And there's just music everywhere, like uh, drum circles yeah. and guitars and fiddles, what you name it. Just a celebration of uh, life and togetherness. And mm-hmm. <laughs> And here Tim goes on to explain what he learned while at that rainbow gathering. Taught me about like not resisting things in life, but to figure out a path through them that has like the least resistance, but still taking a stand for change in the midst of all that. And that goes back to like the Taoist philosophies of like, even, even the softness of water will erode the hardest stone given time, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it will, it will meander it, but it will slowly change this, even the stone. Right. Yeah. Because, uh, that which we resist will persist. If we, um, mm-hmm. take the resistance of whatever being opposed against us and resist back that never works but just kind of flowing with it and just taking a step closer to the, the thing that we wish to see changed and mm-hmm. sending positive loving energy to that it, uh, it, that's prayer what I learned from the medicine there and, and then we went down to um, what they call the gateway enough before the Florida Keys there. It's at the entrance to the Florida Keys is called the Gateway? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's also called uh, Homestead. Oh. There. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a message I, I got just be- on our way there was about Mount Sinai. And, um, like, I didn't have any uh, suntan lotion because we forgot to go to the store and get that. Yeah. And I was getting, like, sunburnt. Yeah. And 
and I told my friend, you know, what? everything we need is is all around us all the time, and it's and it's within us. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we spend so much time like searching in all the wrong places for things that we need when it's actually the whole kingdom and queendom of God is right yeah. within us. And right after I said that, in a, in a park there was a a free suntan Texas, lotion dispenser. Yeah. And on it, it said uh, free lotion, and the brand is called Mount Sinai. Oh, wow. Which is the, uh, like, that biblical story of, like, Moses climbing up the mountain of God, mm. uh, speaking to God face into face as though God was directly looking through his eyes. Mm. And, and God appeared as a, a burning bush there and spoke mm. to him. And, uh, yeah, this journey was all about unlocking god's voice god the father's god the mother's voice within me that Mm. has been locked away from the battle of the sexes light versus dark Mm -hmm. male versus female you say like the process of uh um finding this voice you know it is a process because you say you're still working on finding this voice but i've I've seen this voice um has been very strong in you um as long as i've known you yeah but I, i i think that like you know when we connected we connected in a very uh, open accepting space yeah. so some people we're friends with or certain spaces can really help engender this voice but then you might have to deal with x y or z person place or situation that makes it kind of uh represses that voice yeah. so it's, it's a process of kind of like you said learning how to dance with that voice too and and like not just throwing it into places of resistance right. but finding a way for um yeah yeah yeah, it's situational to some extent. Yeah. The divine flow. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, when I when I ran into you yesterday, I, I figured you might have been on some trip because, holy smokes, this guy had like this bright red, <laughs> like bright pink, like sun kissed face. I'm like, it, you know, it's 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 late February. Oh, now you know, now it's March, but it was late February yesterday, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I was like this. Tim, you're glowing. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So then, um, yeah, after uh, Moses was went up to the top of the mountain of God and he received like the Ten Commandments and the voice of God speaking to him through the burning uh, spiritual fire, like a non-destructive fire, mm. that it unlocked the voice of the Father within him and he went down and the mountain and he was like so radiating with the light and the presence of the divine that they had to like put a a covering over his head because it's so bright and um and that that can be the experience when we unlock that divine voice in us it can be a little too bright for people and Mm -hmm. people have to kind of put a veil over it yeah and um so then it went down through the, the gateway and the, the Florida Keys and went into the, all the key islands there and the Key West. And uh, yeah, just a lot of synchronicities happened. And like I met a person there that I hadn't seen from uh, ten, for 10 years that I knew from like a, um, a Christian church that I grew up in. Oh, and wow. Just randomly at the... The, the the point of the Key West mm-hmm. where you can see the sunset and everything and and um, yeah just a lot of really divine appointments there and, and um, like one of the keys that I like the metaphor I got through this whole journey was that 
one of the the keys to the kingdom of God unlocks that divine voice within us. And, mm, that's a and, nice way of looking at it. And that's like the same for like Gandhi and uh, Thich Nhat Hanh and like mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Jr. They they found that key to unlock that that voice that brings freedom and liberty to mm-hmm. to the captives to like the the slaves that were being enslaved during that time period mm-hmm. and. And that's how we we create change is is not by resisting but by taking a stand and and using our voice mm-hmm. you know kind of the passive resistance that that was like the main message I got from that journey the voice yeah how the important voice within and releasing the voice yeah and how important our voice is to mm-hmm. creating positive change by using it in positive ways creative waves So the, this next uh, voyage that went on was actually began here in Ithaca, New York, and uh, with a good friend of mine in town here, Eric, and and uh, we we both felt to go to uh, Chicago and to visit like a guru mm-hmm. out there, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar, okay. from the the Art of Living. Oh, okay. Thing. Nice. That was actually the first time I ever did yoga was through the art of living and mm. had a very profound awakening experience through the the breath. Yeah. Is it a good program, you think, the art of living? Yeah, very yeah? good. Cool. Yeah. Especially like the breathing techniques mm. I found most beneficial. And so on this journey, it, um, yeah, it was the first time I, I've ever hitchhiked in my life. Oh, really? And uh, Eric taught me the ropes on that yeah. because he, he's done a lot of hitchhiking before mm-hmm. and we were uh, before we left Ithaca we were hanging out at Ithaca Falls and I was just the message I got for this journey was like learning to trust in the universe mm-hmm. that you know the universe has our back mm-hmm. everything that we need will be provided if mm-hmm. we just trust and yeah. I I put my foot on top of the water at the bottom of the falls and I was just goofing around I was like Let's uh, just walk on water during this trip. Yeah. And in the sense of let's just completely surrender and trust the universe for everything. Because yeah. I left with $3 in my pocket and my friend Eric had zero money. And uh, so we just began on this little journey and uh, put our thumbs up here over by the bridge. and Really? And... Uh, <laughs> And lo and behold, my first hitchhiking ride ever was uh, um, a white stretch limo. What? An, an <laughs> off, off-duty limo driver. <laughs> Picked you guys up? Yeah. That's hilarious. And uh, he's like, hop on in. Where are you heading? And he gave us like bottles of water and oh, wow. pumped up the tunes for us and drove us up to Trumansburg there. And, and uh, yeah, it was a great introduction to hitchhiking. <laughs> That's amazing. 
Wow. But, uh, yeah. Well, what's and, interesting is, like, like hitchhiking has fallen out of fashion, but it's a real shame because I feel like a lot of people want to help. They just need more invitation. Like, yeah. a, a month or two ago, a guy's car broke down. Like, his axle broke, like, in front of my house. And I was so happy that I could just, oh, this guy needs help, and I live here. So I'll run outside. Hey, man, you're probably stressed out. I'm going to get you a coffee. And he's like, yeah. no, no. I'm like, dude, I'll get you a coffee. He's like, all right. I go and get him, you know, get him a coffee. And it's like a simple thing, but it's just like seeing someone in yeah. need. And uh, I don't know. It's like we get very immune to people in need because some people are chronically in need, like homeless people. Right. And then there's people who are chronically never showing they're in need. Right. Like a lot of society will never yeah. be vulnerable. I'll never like say, hey, man. So we need like to almost create spaces where people can be needy because we all need to be vulnerable yeah. and, and, and admit that we're you get beat down. I mean, so that's that's yeah. cool. And hitchhiking, I feel like you put yourself in a position where some people could be like, oh, I have an opportunity to give something to these guys yeah. and take care of these guys. Like, I'll take care of you for a little while. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, go ahead. Yeah, and hitchhiking really opened up a lot of great opportunities to meet a lot of great people. And oh, man. Whereas before, it was only fear hold me back from mm. experiences like that. And we all know what fear is. It's false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. But, uh, yeah, so then we mm. got picked up by another ride in Trumansburg. And um, these people in a souped-up uh, V8 Mustang... <laughs> picked us up and they're having a grand old time just smoking and joking yeah. and uh they brought us to a waterfall on seneca lake and we went hiking up a waterfall and on our way back down there was this part of the waterfall that had just a thin film of of water going over like a slick slate of rock yeah and when we were walking across it it like literally looked like we were walking on water yeah like, a, like Yahshua or Jesus yeah. did mm-hmm. and uh, it just like gave an ins- inspiring message that you know if Jesus can do it so can all we you know we can walk on water so to speak yeah. in life just through uh, trust surrender and uh, letting go of our fears mm-hmm. and uh, and then they uh, drove us up to Geneva brought us to um, a restaurant and uh, they during the whole trip, we never asked for anything. Yeah. Just trusted the universe. Yeah. And these guys were like, we want to bring you out to eat here. And uh, walked in and it turned out it was like a sushi and a Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they had no idea that sushi is my favorite food. Oh, wow. So I was like in paradise there. Sushi <laughs> heaven. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wasabi. Yeah. And then they dropped us off at a family farm out in Victor and... Uh, camped out overnight in a greenhouse there and nice. made a cardboard sign, walked over to the thruway and uh, just wrote, um, heading west. Yeah. And uh, we got picked up on the thruway and <clears throat> and then um, along the way, um, I kept seeing these uh, formations in the clouds. Mm. They look like angels. Mm. And the guy dropped us off on a thruway stop uh, in Rochester and we just sat, sat out in front of the entrance there and um, this woman walked in to the the rest stop and we both looked at each other me and my friend Eric and we we're like I feel like we're supposed to talk with that woman mm-hmm. and then when she walked back out 
the first thing she said, I, I feel like I'm supposed to talk with you guys for wow. some reason. And uh, guess what her name is? Angel. Angel. Wow. <laughs> Just like the cloud formation. Yeah. It seems to be like when you put on this perspective, this lens, and you might do this every day, but especially in your journeys, like this notion of kind of like, <clears throat> I think about the, the image of a river. I think about it like you're almost like, like I go for like these wanders where I'm like, I'm going to go just walk around this city, wherever I am yeah. for a few hours. It's kind of a, a more local idea, but just see what I bump into and let, if someone stops in my path, I engage them. Just like let myself just flow down the river and just, that's kind of like a trust. And like, I'm going to see what comes, but you really, you, you're really plug into these synchronicities or these random coincidences or whatever, or not yeah. random coincidences because your eyes are wide open. Like that's part of it. It's just seeing yeah. like, let, let, cause like so many, so many days we're forced to like follow a regimen of like X, you know, go to school, go to work and, and yeah. take care of your kids and this and that. It's, it's nice to have even little moments of wandering. And it seems like these yeah. trips are like the long, the great wanderers yeah. of sorts. <laughs> yeah. For us. Is it, when you said vision quest earlier, is that, is that related to this idea yeah, when I when I say vision quest, it it's more like kind of like the the visual messages that I get al along the journey, mm -hmm. like things that I I feel like Great Spirit are speaking through the journey. Like, yeah, like the synchronicities that happen along the way. Like, see some cloud formations that look like angels, and then yeah. all, all of a sudden meet somebody named Angel. Yeah. So then, what happened next? So yeah, we just told her what we were up to. Trying to get hitchhiking to this uh, gathering of people out in Chicago mm. to meet a, a guru. And uh, I had never met a guru before. And she's like, I want to give you guys a ride as, as far as I can. Wow. To the, and uh, so she, she drove us um, pretty far and, and uh, had some great talks along the way and some laughs. And yeah, sure. <laughs> and... Um, and then we uh, got picked up again and then dropped off in the city of Chicago, like downtown mm -hmm. area. And where we got dropped off, um, this happened to be an elderberry tree mm -hmm. right there and an apple tree and uh, black raspberry bushes all around. Yeah. And there was our meal for the day. Nice. And uh, yeah, all kinds of tasty, yummy fruits from the trees and bushes. That's and, cool. Uh, and then we uh, walked downtown and went to the, the gathering and met the guru. And at that time, I like I had like no really concept of what a guru was or yeah. like how to even interact with one. But I just talked with him like he was just a good old friend. Yeah. Shook his hand and say, "Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing, man? Yeah. Cup of coffee, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Eh? Right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and how did he like that? He just kind of smiled and yeah. nodded and said hi. And <laughs> you know, polite, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then we just, uh, we camped out underneath a, a concert stage there, and we were woken up by a, a homeless guy that was riding his bike, and mm. he uh, woke us up and said he wanted to feed us breakfast, and oh, wow. guess what his name was? Uh, Angel? Angelo. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's amazing. So you have this angel theme that's appearing on this yeah, trip, right? Yeah. Wow. 
And uh, he gave us uh, the breakfast beverage, mm. some beer for breakfast. Beer for breakfast. Gave us some some food, some sandwiches. Yeah. And yeah, had a good time chatting with Angelo there. And yeah, and and then um, after that, we uh, went back to the gathering and mm. yeah, listened to some good teachings from the, the guru there and feeding our spirits. And, and they'll have some food at the gathering too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave us uh, Indian food there. Wow. It's really nice. Give and, thanks. Yeah, Ooh. giving thanks. Giving thanks. <laughs> That's right. Wow. That's a important thing, even when we're going through challenging stuff, is to give thanks because it'll shift everything That's right. for us. Give thanks for the days that go easily, and when they go hard, give thanks for the learning. That's what I say. Yeah. Is uh, even though we might not always be happy with our circumstances, but we can still uh, experience joy even in the midst of them. Yeah, joy is that a eternal state of being that we are. And then, um, so we, we are working our way back to Ithaca there, and um, Eric decided to hitchhike down to uh, Philly, mm-hmm. and I was uh, heading back to Ithaca, and I. I kept uh, seeing the words getting quickened. It's like an old English word for uh, quickened means to co- um, come alive. Quicken? Quickened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quickened. Okay. Yeah. So the the word free kept getting quickened, like mm-hmm. on a billboard that I was walking by, and then like on a newspaper, the word bus got quickened. So I felt like the spirit was speaking, mm. uh, breathing on these words to me, bringing life to them. Mm. Uh, saying that I was going to get a free bus ride back. Mm. And I did have a credit card. Mm-hmm. So I, I purchased a, a Greyhound bus ticket back to Ithaca yeah. on my credit card, got on the bus. It, it went one stop and got delayed like several hours. Mm. And so they said they were going to refund my whole bus ticket oh, back. Oh, wow. So I ended up getting a free bus ride all the way back to Ithaca. Wow. And, um, yeah, the whole trip, only... I had three dollars on me, and it was definitely a, a stretching of my faith to yeah. trust the universe for. And, and how finances. long was that trip? Uh, that was just like a week long. A week, journey. and the first one you mentioned was like a two week trip. Two to week, Florida. yeah. Okay, so what was the theme of that second second voyage was about walking on water. Walking like, on water and just like a radical like faith. Complete. That walking on water is to completely surrender and trust the universe for everything mm-hmm. because the universe has our back. That yeah. everything we need will come when it's it's the right time to come. Mm. Well, there you have it. Part one of my interview with Tim Holmes, exploring the nature of journey, spiritual journey, vision quest, faith, trust, and how these relate to us in this changing modern landscape. So I hope this gave you some good food for thought. And thank you, Tim. And we will have Tim back on the show next week or the week after. We also have uh, the thank you episode for the Up Series. Thank you to the members of the Up Series episode coming up. I hope you're doing well. Have a great day and a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Drop us a line if you like. Keep positive. Keep hydrated. Get your sleep. Be well.